Hey, this is Kevin Weatherby at Save the Cowboy. I want you to tow that stirrup, throw a leg over the candle, take a deep seat, and pull your hat down tight. I ain't gonna tolerate no whining or griping, so let's all strike a long trot down that narrow trail and learn how to ride with God. Come on! What you waiting on? Let's go. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4. So, we, we left three weeks ago, and we flew to Beijing. Now, there, there's something that you have to... I'm just going to tell you a little bit about China. Uh, it, my sermon's not necessarily going to be about China, although I will be telling some... You know me, I'm going to stick my foot in my mouth, I'll tell you all about it. And um, when you are... Do you know how old you will be when you have lived one million seconds? You are about 11 and a half days old. When you have lived one million seconds, you are about 11 and a half days old. How old are you when you have lived one billion seconds? You are 32 years old. That is the difference between one million and one billion is 11 days versus 32 years. Now, the United States has 343 million people residing in our great country. 343 million people. China has 1.4 billion people. And the United States is bigger than China. So, you can imagine that it is crowded. Okay, there are 23 million people in Beijing. I saw every one of them and touched half of them. <laughs> you know that, that song, Wide Open Spaces? If you like wide open spaces, you do not want to go to China. There is no such thing as personal space. I kid you not, me and Griffin are waiting in line at McDonald's. Thank you, Lord, for McDonald's. We are waiting at McDonald's, and I am literally normal distance from somebody, American distance. And if there's a space, somebody's going to fill that space, and it's your fault for, for letting them. There's no such thing as cutting. If somebody can fit in, they're going to get in there. And me and Griffin are standing there. We're next in line, and somebody just went, whoop, and stood right there. I was like, well, I'm st- I'm not, I backed up again. We like to never ate. So we got to Beijing, and, and it, was, it was amazing. Uh, the, uh, we, it kind of started out a little sketchy, I won't lie. Uh, we, we walked out there, and there's the little CC guy holding up the little sign like you see on TV. You know, CCAI, that's the name of the adoption agency that we went through. He's holding up a sign, and we walk up there, and it wasn't, it was just a guy holding a sign. It wasn't our, our, our guy. And so that was kind of weird, because he's like, and he leaves! And so I was like, oh, so we stood there, and finally this guy named George, he comes and he speaks English, and we follow him out, and we get down to this parking garage that's the size of, of I, I would say, roughly Castle Rock, and um, in this parking garage, and I knew we were in trouble when he went. And in his English, he said, uh, one moment, please. I have to make a phone call to my car. So he lost his car, but luckily it was really close by. So we got in the car and we drive along. And one thing that you have to understand about, about China is blinkers. How many blinker Nazis we got in here? Are you a blinker Nazi that you get mad when somebody doesn't use your blinker? You will have an apoplectic fit in China. 
They are non-existent. They do not use blinkers. They honk. When you go to switch lanes, you honk. And if somebody, when you come up in somebody's blind spot, they honk. And, and they honk. I heard more horn honking than I have in my entire life. Just uh, 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 the whole time. You think I'm joking. I am not. Ask Griffin. Ask my wife. It's crazy. Just honking, 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 honking. And so anyway, we got there and we went to Beijing and or we, we got to the hotel. And the next day we got up and we went to the Great Wall. Amazing. Amazing. Went up, you know, it looked way up there and our tour guide said, if you make it to the top, there's a, a legend or a saying in China that if you make it to the top up here, you are a hero for China. Meaning that you could go up there and help defend China if you could make it up there. <laughs> and Griffin's like, we were heroes. We only had two hours. We didn't make it to the top. We could have. We could have made it to the top. We got, I'll, I'll have some pictures on a slideshow next uh, next week, but uh, we could have made it to the top, we just didn't know if we could make it back down in the two hour time frame, and I didn't want to get lost in China, so we were only three quarter heroes, and so anyway, we stayed there for a few days, and then we had to fly to Wuhan, and uh, Wuhan was amazing, they're known for their, for their food, and that's where we got Jake, the older one, and it, we had to cross a busy street, and there's all this traffic, and all these people and the older boy is blind, so you're leading a blind kid. And you know, in China, everybody has dark hair. Everybody has brown eyes. There's 1.4 billion people. And so a cowboy walking down the road stands out. Okay, I'm just going to be honest. Especially when he's leading a blind kid down the road. Yeah, it, was a little, it was a little rough. So anyway... Um, we had been there for about 10 days and then we went to a place called Jinzhou. And so we, that's where we rode the bullet train, 200 mile an hour train. It was great. It was amazing. So we got to Jinzhou and we got to go to uh, the, uh, oh, I just, the Shaolin Temple. The original Shaolin Temple where Kung Fu was made. Did not see any pandas. I inquired about it. They didn't think it was funny. Sorry. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, the Shaolin Temple was, was great. Uh, all 1.4 billion people were there at the same time. It was crazy. And um, so, I, as much as I love the Shaolin Temple, I was ready to leave the Shaolin Temple because uh, all the people were there. And so, we left. And um, so, you have to understand... Well, okay, so we're walking along and... People are not trying, there was nobody that was rude, okay? You have to understand that. If you think that I'm insinuating that these people were rude, I'm not saying it right, or you've got a preconceived notion, or, or something's wrong, because that's not what I'm saying. The people were amazing. But they live in a communist country. They don't see cowboys walking down the sidewalk. And so, literally, it was like this. They'd be walking along, and they'd see us, and they'd be like, Everywhere we went. And so at first, we had this little name tag. Hi, my name is Kevin. I'm adopted, you know, and it was in Chinese. My name is Kevin, and we're staying at this hotel. If I'm lost, please point me that way. That's really what it said. <laughs> I, I took offense at that. 
You know, I mean, I, I don't get lost that much, but the reason is, is the smog is so bad over there, you can't see the sun. I never, they don't even have north there. I don't know, it's crazy. But anyway, so, um, you know, a lot of times we'd have to finally show people, and it says we're adopting these children, and everybody was so cool. But, so it was really hard to get out, because, you know, you're leading a blind kid, and you got this other little kid, and people are staring, and, and they weren't rude, they just... They don't get out much. It takes 10 years to get a visa to leave that country. And at one time, you had to have $75,000 in American, not American currency, but the equivalent of $75,000 in the bank that you had to put on deposit if you were going to leave China so that they would be sure that you came back. It takes 10 years to get a visa to leave China. These people don't get out much. So they're just staring and staring and staring. And so eventually what we did is, is especially in Jinzhou, there was a, KFC, there was a Subway, and a McDonald's, and a Burger King, right across the road. Thank goodness. And so me and Griffin, we're just going to go down and get something. We don't really feel like being stared at. That gets old, guys. I mean, really. And they wasn't being rude. They'd just never seen this before. And so we're walking along, and luckily there was this bridge that you could cross, so we didn't have to try to cross the highway, because it was like a three-lane or four-lane big highway, and um, it was just residential street, not like an interstate or anything. And lanes over there, lanes are merely suggestions. Okay, they're not rules. There are no rules. It's just a suggestion. So it was a four-lane road with 12 lanes of traffic. And scooters going in and out and in and out. People honking and everything. So luckily there was this overpass, you know, pedestrian walkway. So that was good. So we're walking up there and, you know, we're walking along. And you, you, you learn just not to look at anybody because everybody's looking at you. You try to ignore it, you know, as you're walking along. And, and as I was ignoring, I was walking ignoring, we were walking along, and, and I noticed on the way that there was this lady sitting down on the overpass, the pedestrian walkway, uh, with her daughter, and they were eating. Well, I didn't look at her because I wasn't looking at anybody, right? And so I, I went down, and we, we got the McDonald's and, and, or Subway or something, and we're coming back up, and we're walking along, and, and now I'm looking at her because she's still there, and I noticed she's homeless. She's got this little girl, and they're both this big around. And so... I reach in my wallet, and I take out, I start getting my money out. And I was so proud because I didn't say anything. And we had given Griffin some money that he changed into Chinese money. And Griffin starts pulling out his wallet. And I was like, that's cool. So I reach in, and I get this 10. It's Chinese money. I pull out a 10, or, you know, I'm grabbing a 10. About the time I see this pink bill come out of my son's wallet. $100 came out of my son's wallet. 10 came out of mine. Boy, I shook my head. I thought, dang. Boy, I missed the point of that, didn't I? I certainly did. So I put that 10 back in, and I looked at him, had tears in my eyes, and I pulled out that 100 too. Stuck it in my wallet, and we walked over there. And when we handed that lady $200, tears just flowed down her face. And she was, shh, 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 which means thank you. Shh, 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 And she just sat there and just rocked her baby and cried. Now, you have to understand, I mean, $100, I'm saying it's $100 because that's what we use. It's six of their dollars to every one of ours. So that was about the equivalent of 16 American dollars of per hundred. So we gave her about $32. We fed a family of five on like 22 
Chinese dollars. So we had just given her about two weeks worth of food right then. But you know, I, I, I thought about that and I was so proud of Griffin. Now, now well, Griffin, we, we told him, you can use your money however you want to. Okay, But it really wasn't his money. Griffin doesn't have a job. We gave him some spending money. And he only had 300 Chinese dollars. And he chose to give one-third of it to one lady that needed it. Because, see, I missed the point. Because when I pulled my wallet out, I was giving out of my excess. Griffin was giving from a pure heart. And I love the fact that Jesus called his disciples around because and he picks up this little kid and he puts this little kid on his, on, his, on his knee and he says, unless you become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of God. And we're not talking about giving money. We're not excluding that. But what it is, is that sometimes we think that our stuff is our stuff. Griffin was given that money, so he didn't mind giving it away. It wasn't his in the first place. And you know what? I had, I had forgotten that everything that I had in my wallet also came from y'all. Came from people all across this United States, and it wasn't necessarily theirs. It had all come from God. But too often, Christians, we miss the point because we give out of our excess. We don't give from a pure heart. Unless you become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of God. We live in houses that somehow we think that we have earned. We, we live on ranches that we call ours. That ranch was there long before we ever got here, and it'll be here long after we leave. This isn't ours. It's called grace. Grace is getting something that you don't deserve. You know, and, and I'm sorry to say this, but... In China, there's this thing that in their, kind of in their culture, they're not supposed to complain. They're supposed to just accept the faith that they've been given, whatever it is, and you know, they're supposed to endure that and just be satisfied with that and never complain. And it's a way that the communist country keeps people from revolting. They have kind of ingrained that mindset into them so that you know nobody's disconcerted with their life or anything and I thought I'm so glad to be in America but I kind of missed the point too because in America we have the exact same thing they just do it a different way they do it a little more sly because it says if you work hard you will deserve this and you will succeed if you work hard I know some of my family that's worked hard their entire lives and they don't have half of what I have now just because you work hard that doesn't guarantee you anything but yet, that's what we've, that's what we've, in, Americans have ingrained. Boy, you work that 80 hour week and you're going to deserve something and you're going to get it. That's just another way that, that society just gets everything from us and just bleeds everything from us. But God says, do it a different way. God says, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. He does not say that you shouldn't work hard. His word says, if you don't work, you don't eat. But at the same time, shouldn't we know that everything that we have, even though we might be in an economic system, we miss the point sometimes that everything that we have comes from God. We miss the point that the Bible says, do everything as if unto the Lord. Do we have that mindset? Do we have that pure of heart? I watched that little six-year-old boy. Not once was he ever worried about whether he was going to eat or whether he was going to do anything. He was so, so happy 
to have a family. There in Jinzhou, one of the last night, uh, about two days before we left there to go to Guangzhou, we're walking down the street. And, and I cannot tell you, I cannot emphasize enough how tiring it was to be gawked at. Nobody was rude, but just being stared at. And so you, you learn just to kind of block everybody out and you don't make eye contact with anybody. You just, you, you just walk along. And we were walking along and one of the only times, you know, I, I, I don't read Chinese, and so, you know, you've got security officers, and then you've got police, and then you've got military, and I, I didn't want to have anything to do with any of them. You know, I'm scared to getting thrown in a Chinese jail. You know, I, I just mind my P's and Q's, keep my head on straight, and let's go. And so, all of a sudden, I hear this, and it's loud anyway, okay? Yeah car horns honking and and their 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 uh their language is is kind of a tonal language like woo and woo mean two different things and so they have to really enunciate and so they talk really loud so that they can hear all the tone changes well since these people are talking loud these people are talking loud and these people are talking loud so everybody's talking loud and oh. and so i start hearing this yelling so i turn over or i look around and there's this security guard yelling at me. And I, I mean, my heart just skips a beat. And I looked at him, he's like, oh! and he's pointing at me, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I turn, and finally Griffin turns, and, and Christy turns, and we all look, and the little one, he turns and looks. The blind one turned and looked. <laughs> and so we're looking up this security officer, and you never know if they're mad, because they, they all sound mad. You ever seen a Chinese movie? When they're like, but they're joking. You never know if they're mad or not. So he's yelling at us. We're all looking. And when we all turned and looked, and he's blah, 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 blah. When we all looked, he went. <laughs> and you know what? That simple act melted my heart. After everybody that had gawked, after everybody millions of people it seemed like that we saw on a daily basis from the hotel eating breakfast buffet to subway to chinese food places everybody stared at us but one man a security guard guarding a door yelled at us to encourage us see somewhere along that line i had missed the point because I had become so focused on how I was feeling about all these people staring at us that you know what? After just a few days, what I had forgot about was the fact that I was holding a little boy's hand that was skipping. He was so, so happy. So happy to have a family, to, to, to have somebody that he could say, he calls me Baba, that means daddy in Chinese, Baba, Baba, 24-7, and an older brother is Guga, and it's, it's Mama, I guess that's universal, you know, but it, it 24-7, it's Baba, Mama, Guga, Guga, and, and a lot of pointing, and he's just so happy, and I had just a few days, I had withdrawn into myself and I had forgot that it wasn't about me. It's not about me. Walking down that street, you know, Jesus said, man, they hated, they hated you, they're going to hate me. Or they hated me, they're going to hate you. And nobody was even hating me. They were just staring at me. It's amazing how our attitudes 
on something that is so amazing can get turned off and, and, and turned kind of backwards than, than what we should be. Because that little boy, I think he relished the stairs. He was like, look at me, I have a family. I'm going to America. I don't even know English. He didn't care. He still don't care. He went out and checked cows with me and, me and Ty and Coley this morning. His hat, he got a little cowboy hat, his hat blew off. You know, he don't care. Don't you have something to be thankful for? Have you missed the point? Have you found that your attitude kind of tends to be on the negative side? Kind of the, the, the complaining side? Always finding something to complain about or be negative about or something. Because I, I'm not, I did the same thing in one of the most amazing trips that I've ever been on. Doing amazing things. My attitude somehow got in the wrong spot. Just because of what I was thinking and focusing on me. In Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. Paul says, finally brothers and sisters, whatever is true... Whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about those things. Because how often are we thinking about how everything is affecting us? We are the center of our universe. We are the stars of our show because we're there most of the time. I know some of you wives may disagree that your husbands are there at all sometimes, but we're, we're there. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Boy, I missed the point on helping that lady out. Totally missed the point. I was giving out of my excess instead of a pure heart. I missed the point because instead of being happy with this child and being happy for this child, I was only thinking about people looking at me. My attitude needed a, a, a great big double check. And then on, I think it was the last night we were in Guangzhou. Guangzhou has 21 million people in it. It's right about an hour from Hong Kong. You wear the humidity. I've never swam through air before. I, 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 there's no way I could live in a humid place. It, it was just, the humidity was 103%. I didn't even know you could get over 100%, but it was. And, and it's like that 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And so me and Griffin had gone to get McDonald's because that was right there by the, by the hotel. They strategically placed those things. And so we went down and we had seen this one old man that had been begging on the streets. We had seen him earlier that day and he knew one English word. It was, hello. And he was, hello, hello, that's exactly what it is, hello, 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 holding his bowl out, filthy. We, he was right outside of McDonald's, sitting there by the door, hello, hello, and I looked at him and he had the biggest smile on his face. So I told him hello and I just kept walking in, but I knew I was going to help him. So we got in there and we ordered and I ordered him a couple of double cheeseburgers, got a substantial amount of money out of my wallet. Put the couple of cheeseburgers, gave Griffin the rest of the, the McDonald's to carry, and we go walking out. And I go walking down to him, and he's, hello, hello. And I said, hello. And I reached down there, and I gave him that burger, and he took the burger, and then he felt. And he's like, oh, shit, 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 shit. 
And I was like, it's okay. And some people saw us give that man stuff, and they came out of the woodwork. I mean, just people came. Uh, a lady tried to open up Griffin, the, the bag of McDonald's. And, you know, Griffin's like, hey, hey, like that. And I, and I was like, you know, it's probably kind of, because it's nighttime, right? And so this one guy, he runs up to me, and he kind of spoke a little bit of English. He says, he says, sir, please, please help. Please help. And, and I, I just kind of went walking. He said, please help. I, I need to go Hong Kong. Family, I need to go Hong Kong. I had no money. I had no money. He said, sir, I sell you, I sell you cell phone. I have, I have to go Hong Kong. I have to go Hong Kong. I said, no, I, I, I don't. He, he, said, he said, this much. And he put 2,800 yuan, or, you know, Chinese dollars. He said, sir, iPhone 6S, when new? 2,800. I said, I, I don't have $2,800. He said, oh, oh uh, 2,000, 2,000. Sir, I, I got I to gotta go. I got to go. I said, I don't, I don't have $2,000. I don't have 2,000 yuan either, you know? And he's like, he said, I, he said, sir, I must go. Nobody help. Nobody help. And I was like, crud. Well, see, Jake, the older one, had turned 14 while we were there. Well, you know, we, they brought him a little birthday cake, but we hadn't really got him a gift yet. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe I'll give this guy some money, and I'll just give Jake this phone for his birthday or something so I can help the guy out. And I said, I said, I don't have any Chinese money, but I have $200 American. He said, oh, please, sir, please, please, yes, yes, please. So I opened up my wallet, and I, I had two $100 bills. And I handed it to him, and he handed me the, or he, he took the phone, and he said, bless you, sir, bless you. And he, he handed me the phone, and I stuck it in my pocket. And I, I, went, I went walking into the hotel and and even griffin was like dad i'll help you if you want me to because i mean you know he saw the guy and he and i was like no you don't have to do that and so anyway we, we got in the hotel and just in case he had just swiped it from somebody yeah i kind of kept it in my pocket till i got in the hotel you never know so anyway we went walking in the hotel and i pulled out that phone and i turned it on and what i saw just nearly had me in tears and it humbled me so much Come back next week and I'll tell you what it was.